Diaz from Greenway Parks. This is the Rorschach Argentina update from the 13th of October 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Argentina. It was another tumultuous week in Casa Rosada, with a cabinet shakeup and as many as three ministers having departed by Monday the 10th. The first one was Elizabeth Gomez Alcorta, who resigned from her position as head of the Women, Gender and Diversity Ministry after news of alleged human rights violations against Mapuche women reached the press. As you may recall from last week's episode, the security operation against the Mapuche protests in Visha Mascardi raised controversy as it culminated in the arrest of 12 people, including a woman who was 40 weeks pregnant. Slamming the treatment of those arrested, Gomez Alcorta presented her resignation on Friday the 7th which the president accepted. On Sunday the 9th, the Social Development Ministry, Juan Zapaleta, and Minister of Labor, Claudio Moroni, also handed in their resignations. While the reasons behind it are not entirely clear, it's likely that this was a decision they were already weighing and was only rushed by the departure of Gomez Alcorta. President Fernandez was quick to refill all three positions, the following morning, Raquel Kelly Olmos took on the labor ministry. Ayelen Matsina was appointed as Women, Gender and Diversity Minister, and Victoria Tolosa Paz became the new leader of the Social Development Ministry. The name Tolosa Paz may be the most familiar of all as she led the coalition's legislative list in Buenos Aires province during the last midterm elections. The new labor minister, economist Raquel Olmos, said in an interview after her designation that the country's biggest issue in terms of labor is the sector of salaried workers below the poverty line. She promised to stay on the side of the workers and look after their jobs and salaries. All of this means that very few ministers designated by President Fernandez at the start of his tenure remain in their positions. For this last reshuffle, however, he personally chose the new ministers in a bid to demonstrate power. From local politics to international relations, last week Argentina abstained from weighing in on the UN Human Rights Council's move to hold a debate on alleged widespread abuses in China. In the end, the majority voted against the debate, with 11 nations abstaining. According to a government source, the reason why Argentina was among them is that the proceedings would have taken place without the consent of China, which breaks the foundation of cooperation among the members of the Council and transforms it into an area of dispute between powers. That said, we must remember that said, we must remember that the governing party has always maintained a close relationship with China. On that note, the China Daily, a newspaper belonging to the Chinese Communist Party, published an editorial that refers to the recent Organization of American States, OAS, declaration in support of Argentina's claims of Falkland Island so sovereignty. The OAS has always said that the British presence on the islands is a remnant of colonialism and the China Daily editorial doubled down on it by stating that the UK is clinging to its colonial sin. Speaking of the islands, Argentina added another company 
to the blacklist of enterprises that are involved in oil activities without the country's authorization. Navitas Petroleum LP, which is originally from Israel, was seen operating in the Argentine continental shelf in the northern Malvinas Basin and was sanctioned by the Argentine government. Together with another nine companies, they are now banned from participating in any hydrocarbons exploration bids in Argentine continental territory and offshore. Since we mentioned the UK, the BBC was in Buenos Aires last week for a live recording of the World Questions show, a series of panel debates where the audience takes part. Hosted by the BBC's royal correspondent, Johnny Diamond, the panel included Emmanuel Ferrario, Deputy Head of the Buenos Aires City Government, Agostina Mileo, an environmental scientist and communicator, and Ana Iparaguirre, political analyst and senior vice president of a consultancy firm, and Delfino Rossi, economist and Banco Ciudad chair. During the 50-minute talk, the panelists discussed various topics of how to tackle inflation, restore economic confidence, and protect the environment. To listen to the full episode, follow the link in our show notes. On that note about protecting the environment, the booming lithium industry has sparked concern over the heavy use of water. In Argentina's salt flats, water is used in the evaporation process to produce lithium from brine a process that raises tensions with local communities. While recent innovations, such as direct lithium extraction, have awakened hopes of dramatically reducing water use, it could also lead to higher-priced lithium, which would reduce Argentina's advantage in the industry. Another industry that's always bringing controversy is that of fisheries. This week, Argentine scientists presented a series of recommendations to achieve MSC certification, which indicates if a fishery is well-managed and sustainable. The main adjustment needed is the amount of catches. In 2021, the maximum catch established was 3,700 tons, but last year they totaled 3,781 tons, and this year seems to be 21% higher than 2021. Moving on, the IMF continues to monitor Argentina and is forecasting that gross domestic product will rise 4% this year. That said, they also trimmed the projection for 2023 to 2%. Regarding inflation, the IMF had originally predicted price hikes of 43%, but that estimate now stands at 72%. On that topic, public transport fares in the Amba region are expected to increase in December it will most likely be an average increase of 40%, although not all modalities or railway lines will be equal. The Transport Ministry is still analyzing this situation, so the only confirmation so far is that prices will increase before the end of the year. The last time transport fares increased was in August. At the moment, people traveling by buses now pay 25 pesos, less than a dime, for trips up to three kilometers. If you're wondering when the gas and electricity bills will go up, the withdrawal of the subsidies was delayed a month. Apparently, 
because millions of consumers have not applied for continued subsidies. The corresponding adjustments will now be made with this month's billing to be paid next month. That said, those who applied have already been blocked from purchasing foreign currency through official channels. Even those who later canceled their request are experiencing issues when buying U.S. dollars or other currencies through their bank. On a related note, you may have heard about the Qatar dollar. This is another way of saying that certain purchases in foreign currency will have added taxes so that the price of the official dollar and the blue dollar, the one sold on the black market, are as close as possible. In the last few months, the difference between the two had encouraged people to use their credit cards for any purchases in foreign currency and then pay the monthly statement in pesos. Now it will be less convenient. The Qatar dollar, in particular, is aimed at those who travel abroad and use their credit cards to pay in foreign currency. Naturally, this is not the official name of the measure, but a colloquial reference to the upcoming travels to see the World Cup. Starting now and with no end in sight, paying those statements in pesos will be 25% more expensive for those who spent more than 300 US dollars. So the exchange rate will stand at 314 pesos per dollar. Before we go, the news outlet specializing in food, Eater, published an interesting piece on how Italian cuisine was deeply transformed by Argentinian cooks. The article explores the similarities between the two, stemming from a history of immigration and the overall food culture in Argentina. Follow the link in our show notes to give it a read. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We were wondering, is there any city, region, municipality that we are not covering in our updates? Are we leaving out something important? Let us know at argentina at rorschach.com so we can add what you think it's relevant in our new update. Nos vemos la próxima semana.